Welcome to Live from Size Lounge, showcasing alumni of Iowa State University and Cyclones Everywhere, making communities, Iowa, and the world a better place. Hello, Cyclones Everywhere, and welcome to Live from Size Lounge. My name is Matt Van Winkle with the ISU Alumni Association. Did you know that there are Iowa State alumni clubs and Game Watch locations in 49 cities across 30 states and Washington, D.C.? These local and regional groups of Cyclones are coordinated by volunteers and help facilitate Game Watches, alumni outings, and special events. Many of our clubs are organizing events this summer and planning for football Game Watches this fall. If you're not part of a club in your area, visit isualum.org clubs to find one in your area. If you do not see your community listed but are interested in helping start a group, you can use this page to find more information about contacting the Alumni Association. Today we're joined by Kelly Howard, a 2008 Iowa State graduate with a degree in journalism. Kelly is currently the CEO of 860 South, a strategic communications agency working with clients across fashion, beauty, and lifestyle industries, and operating between Los Angeles and New York. Kelly was recently selected as a 2020 Iowa Statement Maker, recognizing the early personal and professional accomplishments and contributions to society of Iowa State University's young alumni. She was also the recipient of the Alumni Association's 2020 Outstanding Young Alumni Award, recognizing ISU alumni 40 and under who have excelled in their professions and provided service to their communities. She also serves as president of the Iowa State University Alumni Club of Los Angeles, coordinating events and connecting cyclones in the Southern California area. Please help me welcome Kelly Howard to Live from Size Lounge. Kelly, thanks so much for joining us today. Hi Matt, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you and be back in Iowa for a little bit. That's right, well you're out in California, as we mentioned, uh, nice and yeah. hot out there. It's, we've got the heat out here too, so you kind of sent it our way, I guess. Yes, well, I, one thing I definitely do not miss about Midwest summers is the humidity. So it's very hot out here, but it's dry heat, so it's very different. That's right. Well, yeah. we want to congratulate you on receiving the Alumni Association's 2020 Outstanding Young Alumni Award. What does Thank this you. recognition mean to you? Um, honestly, it was a little wild. I was like, I when I got the email because earlier in the year I had been nominated and won um, the State Maker Award, and which was just I think it was just a, a feature in a publication. I got like a little piece of paper, and when I got this email, I was like, wait a minute, is this is this the same thing? Um, and I, I emailed Katie from your team. I was like, wait a minute, is this the same thing? And then when I finally started to look into it, I was like, oh wow, this is this is kind of a big deal. Um, you know, it's Iowa State's always been such a foundational part of my journey and somewhere where I feel like I got so much of my experience and jumping ground to be able to do what I do, but to be, you know, to be recognized for it, and I still have no idea, I still have no idea how it happened. Um, but it was, it was very surreal, I guess is the best word, obviously beyond honored. Um, it was really cool to see you know, to reconnect with some people and be able to share that story. And yeah, it's, it's still a little like, I kind of don't believe it. Like it's sort of like me a little bit. Well, you were telling me before we started here that you have some family that have gone through Iowa State as well. So they have to be awfully proud of you as well. Yeah, I mean, I think oh, I probably like 10 people, both my mom and my dad went to Iowa State, my brother went to Iowa State, my aunt and my uncle went to Iowa State, my cousins went to Iowa State. There's a few that went to Iowa. We don't, you know, we, we don't really mention that. <laughs> 
but um, you know, it, it's such a family legacy. Um, you know, I grew up being a Cyclone and being an Iowa State fan, and yeah, it was it was very cool to see that all come full circle. Yeah, very cool. Well, as I mentioned earlier, you are the CEO of the Strategic Communications Agency 860 South. Tell yeah. us about what your company does and how you've been able to grow it since you acquired it. Yeah, so like you said, I acquired it. So it was another company called Post and Beam. I was their West Coast director and in 2016 had the opportunity to buy them out, which is a crazy story on its own. Um, it was also, it was right around the time where, I mean, so much of how we consume information as individuals has evolved so much. They say now, like, you know, five, 10 years ago, if we were learning about a new brand for the first time, they said we had to see it like four times in order to remember it. That number now, because we're getting influx from social media, from advertising, from TV, from our phones, from everything in between, they say that number now is between like 17 and 22 if you're trying to discover a new brand or a new company. And so what we do at 860 South is strategic communications. Um, our operate, operations really based in public relations, which is what I studied at Iowa State um, and communications. But because now public relations is not just sending a press release anymore, which it used to be. Now it's about really looking at your communication strategy from a 360 perspective. So What's the language you're putting out there from a marketing perspective? What's the language that's on your website? What is your social media aesthetic and your voice on social media? How are you reaching and staying in touch with your target consumer? And so what we do at 860 South is we work with clients across the board, consumer brands in the fashion, beauty, lifestyle space. We also do events and different experiential type things. But we really work with our clients to help craft that strategic communications message. That could be a PR strategy, that could be a social media strategy, it could be um, a digital marketing strategy, it could be an event, an experience. Uh, it's kind of all of the above. And so we work with our clients to come up with what that looks like. And there's never a one-size-fits-all approach because every, every client, every brand is different, um, every target audience is different, and so no day is ever the same. Yeah. And you've worked with some pretty big brands, I know, especially being out in Los Angeles, um, some really yeah. big brands that you've been able to work with in your company. Yeah. Some of my favorites, um, we worked with a handful of tequila companies, Tequila Heradora and El Jimador Tequila. That was, we did our first event since COVID um, over Cinco de Mayo this, this year or last month. So that was really fun. Um, in the liquor space, we also worked with Jack Daniels, with Woodford Reserve Bourbon. We did that. They're the official bourbon of the Kentucky Derby and do the mint juleps. Um, we, one of our bigger clients is City Taste of Tennis. It's a food and wine event that, uh, food and beverage event that kicks off major tennis tournaments around the globe. And then we worked with some, you know, some really household brands like Sephora and Makeup Forever. And I mean, the list just goes on and on. Um, and it's, it's kind of wild because some of these brands I worked with at the, from the ground floor of people not maybe knowing who they were, thinking they were a big deal. And now you see these brands everywhere. And it's fun to be part of the story from the beginning. That is really special. I mean, to see to see it from its infancy all the way to having yeah. success, that's got to be really cool, especially now, as you talked with, like with COVID-19, um, how businesses have been really affected. I bet you've seen a lot of change in your industry and how people are trying to market folks um, yeah. in this day and age, right? Yeah. I mean, this last year has been wild. Um, I think when it first started, I mean, we've all been through it. Everybody was like, what's going on? Is it two weeks? Is it two months? Is it two years? Um, but at some point, I feel like everybody sort of got into this routine 
where brands from a, just a business efficacy standpoint, they were like, okay, this is, this is going to continue. We have to figure out how to sustain. And so we had the opportunity to put together some really unique, it really got, you know, almost like a new creative, uh, uh, place in the brain that you had to activate. And I think now it's being able to go to such an extreme. And now that the world is opening back up, it's really about finding this unique hybrid of what, what's next. Um, because while there were certainly challenges of COVID and not being able to do things in person, there were a lot of benefits as well from working with the team. Like no longer do I have to have, I have plenty of interns every, uh, like semester season. I actually have an Iowa state intern right now. Um, but no longer do my interns have to be in person. We figured out how to do that remotely. No longer are you, when you do an event, are you necessarily beholden to who can actually physically be in the time and place that you choose, they can now, you know, maybe stream in from everywhere around the world. And so I think it's opened up some really interesting doors of just, you know, mixing up our old way of thinking and how we were doing things. But it's, it's been interesting. And then all of a sudden, California just officially opened up yesterday. I know we're like one of the last ones. But it was like all at once now people excited to do events. And so I think 2022 is going to be really really unique and what that looks like. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more that it's been yeah. as challenging as it's been. We've found these new ways to connect. We even here at the Alumni Association, yeah. we've really taken this digital space and found new ways to connect with people that we never have before yeah. um, through our events. And it's really been really been fun to see. Um, yeah. It sounds like you've had a similar experience as well. But uh, how yeah. did your experience as a student here at Iowa State help, help prepare you for that work that you're doing now? Yeah. Um, you know, I was, so I, I told you before we started, I was on the cheerleading squad my freshman year. And as much as I love that experience and being at Jack Trice and being, you know, in the foot, you know, on the football field and the basketball games. Um, I also knew that I really wanted to focus on my career and knowing that I didn't plan to be a cheerleader after school. I really took the time to dive into not only my classwork, which was wonderful. And the Greenlee school was amazing. I, I'm still very much in touch with them. They send me interns. I, I come back and I speak. Um, but I was really proactive in getting involved in all the extracurricular things that were offered at Iowa State. Um, you know, I was on the Visha, which isn't around anymore, but I was on the Visha Executive Committee. I was on, you know, I was um, VP of PR for my sorority. But one of my favorite experiences was working at the Iowa State Daily. Um, I think it was maybe my sophomore year. I came in, I was part of the PR department, and then ended up taking over the PR department my junior year, I think something like that. And then working there more or less full time um, through the rest of my college career. And it was at such an interesting time because that was when digital and like the internet and it, like getting digital news was a new thing. Like, and the, the Iowa State Daily in that paper, we were one of the top leading news, you know, student read, student led newspapers in the nation. And we got to do some really cool stuff. And I feel like putting, um, you know, schooling into practice in that regard and being able to do real life events and real life promotions and, you know, things that actually carried on for like at least a decade, if not longer, after I left school. Um, I don't know, that was that was something where I felt like I got such hands on experience and I loved it so much that that being able to build my portfolio and take that into the real world um, certainly had a huge impact on my career. And then I think at the end of the day, I mean, as anybody that goes to Iowa State or is from the Midwest, there's just, there's something a bit more inherent that you can't quite put your finger on as to what that is. 
But I think that that sort of like homegrown Midwest value, like pride for your schools, you know, and everything that we do has also helped to propel just my, my desire and, you know, growth and everything else. I think there's a, a sense of pride and just camaraderie that we have being a cyclone and being at Iowa State and just that experience, even just like being on the campus. Like I went back to Iowa State a couple years ago and I remember walking through the campus like, like wow, this place is really beautiful. Whereas like when you're there, you don't even like, you almost take it for granted. You're like, oh, I have to go to this class and oh, it's so far away. And I have to walk across campus. But being there as a, almost as an outsider now looking back in, it was really like, again, like I don't mean to sound like too like PRing it in that way, but it was really kind of magical um, that you don't really realize that that's what your experience is. And not everybody gets that. Yeah. So for somebody who maybe is just starting a business or wants to take on a leadership role in their company, uh, with you being a CEO, what advice would you offer to somebody like that? Ooh, it is not easy. <laughs> Buckle in. Um, I think that, I mean, the best advice I can give is develop a network of people that you trust and that are your colleagues and your equals. Because the one thing about being a CEO, owning a business, or even in a leadership position is that it it's lonely at the top. And you're expected to have all the answers. You're expected to have all, you know, tell everybody what direction they need to go. And sometimes, even though we don't say it out loud or maybe we don't show it, sometimes you don't know what direction to go or you don't know what to say. And so it's really important that you have a, a network of confidants, of people that you can share with, collaborate with, ideate with, ask for advice, ask for help when you need it. Um, so that's that's number one. Um, two, just consume information, like being the, one of the really interesting things about getting to a leadership position or owning a company is that so often the skill set that got you to that position because you were so great at your job is not the same skill set you need to run a company. It's completely separate, you know, learning how to manage people, learning how to manage those relationships, knowing how to look at profit and loss and financials and all of that. So one could like always read as much information as you can, make sure you're getting outside perspective that's beyond your own. And then number two, again, like hire people to do what you maybe don't want to so that you can really focus on what you're good at. Yeah, those are great, great tips. Yeah. Um, we, we've talked about um, your connection to Iowa State, even being all the way out in Los Angeles on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, I know you frequently talk with classes, groups here on campus, and you also serve as the president of our Los Angeles Alumni Club. I sure do. <laughs> um, also add that you're an annual member of the Alumni Association. So thank yes. you so much for your continued support of the yeah. Alumni Association. Why is it so important for you to keep that connection back to campus here? Yeah, you know, I think it happened really um, quite organically. When I moved out to LA, I moved out here not knowing a soul. And it's been, I think I told you, it's been 12 years now. And at the time, the current alumni association was, they were doing game watches down in Orange County, which if anybody's familiar with LA, that's like a lifetime away. Um, especially if you're going to be like at a game watch and drinking and all of that. And I remember going to the first one and it was quite um, quite calm, I guess is the best way to say it. Whereas, you know, coming right out of school, like game watches and tailgating and all that are like such a part of our essence and our culture. And so I really wanted that. And I had had since connected with a lot of other Iowa State people that were out here. 
And we were like, well, we want to start doing it on our own. Like we want to have our own game watches. So we ended up just getting people together through our network for a more informal game watch. And we had a blast. We would play flip cup, flip cup. We would play beer pong. We would watch the games. We would have so much fun that a couple years in after doing this informally, the alumni association approached me and asked if I wanted to take it over. And I don't know even how long it's been now. It's been a while, but organizing the game watches, I mean, organizing events and all that is kind of what I do. And promoting an event is also what I do, but you know, the last one we did pre-COVID, the Iowa State football game, which is always the biggest, you know, I think we had 100 people and the range of graduates is we had somebody there that had graduated in 1963 and then we had somebody that had graduated the last year. And it's like, you can take, you can take the, the individual out of, the, out of Iowa and Iowa State, we can take Iowa State out of the individual. And it, there was, we just had so much fun and it's again, it's just like you, it's like bringing in an element of home. It's like kind of that like very like homebody feeling that just comes together in one room. And then, you know, in regards to Iowa State and like speaking back to classes and all of that, um, because I've had um, interns from Iowa State almost every season, so spring, summer, fall, which by the way, I'm, I'm always looking. So if anybody's listening, feel free to apply or tell your kids to apply. Um, you know, I, I, I really reflect back on my own experience and then I see what their Iowa State experience has brought them. And, and then I also see where I can add to it because I think one of the, one of the challenges of higher education and the you know, college community and classes is that so often they're being taught by like respectfully by people that are maybe haven't done it as much in the current environment. And the current environment is changing so rapidly that I want to, one, like let people be able to provide that expertise and insight so that they are prepared going into the, the new world, if you will. Uh, and I also want to set expectations. There's so much now in, you know, about the Gen Z and millennial generation about their work ethic and their expectations because of how they were raised, if you will, with social media and with, you know, um, almost like instant gratification when it comes to everything we have at our fingertips that and when it comes to the real world of like going beyond being a student and actually having to be a professional and what that actually means to be successful outside of maybe one or, you know, your skill set you may be able to bring to the table. Um, I always want to make sure that I'm providing that value as well because I've hired people from Iowa State before and if they're more, if they're better equipped to be a better employee than amazing right so um yeah i think it's bringing being able to bring that re real world experience and giving it perspective that i know only somebody from iowa or somebody that went to iowa state can have and i always say to them too i'm like rely on your rely on the iowa state network like rely on the alumni network like use rely on your professors rely on your advisor like the example i always give is like i get tons and tons of applications and resumes you know all the time if somebody emails me from Iowa State, I will always respond. I will always give them an interview and I will always, you know, give them a shot if I can. Um, whereas because I have, you know, you have that alma mater and that loyalty to go back to. And it's just it, that that loyalty extends with this entire network. So it's just asking the question sometimes. And I think sometimes because it's school and because it's like, your advisor or whatever, like people like, oh, I don't like, I don't need them, or I know what I'm doing, or whatever. I'm an adult, but the truth is, is like you, you know, utilizing your network is one of the best things you can do as a 
professional going into the real world. And I'll, I'll quickly give a plug to being a member and joining the Alumni Association because oh. we, do have, we do have an alumni directory that is a fantastic tool, especially for yeah. those new grads, where they can go into our directory on our website and search by city. They can search by the degree, yeah. um, employer. They can go in and search that on our directory. We have that all listed for people to make those connections, like you said. Yeah. Um, it's such a great tool for people to use, um, yeah. for new grads to people just looking for, for a new opportunity. Yeah, and it's only like, what, it's like 50 bucks a year? Like Yeah, for an annual membership. For yeah, an annual right. membership, it's, it's not much. That was when I took over the Alumni Association out here and found out that there were 1,200 Iowa State grads in Southern California. Like, it, it just blew my mind that that's how many people were here and that's kind of who we could have access to if we, we really want. And um, yeah, you just if you don't take advantage of it, then you're, you know, it's your loss almost. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just wrap it up here with you, Kelly. Um, Iowa State graduates are using their degrees to make their communities, the state of Iowa, and the world a better place. How are you using your education from Iowa State to make a difference? Oh, um, so I mean, so many ways. I think one of the things I love, one of my favorite types of clients and projects to work with is when we're truly creating social impact. Um, I think especially coming off of this last year, there's so much now that people are looking at companies and at businesses and at strategies and advertising with a different lens of like, why does it matter? Because everything we've done in this past year now has given us a greater search for meaning of why are we doing this? Why are we spending our time? Why, why should I go and you know do X, Y, or Z? And so working with clients that have great social impact, whether they're trying to um, you know, create social advocacy and activism or in regards to, you know, uh, uplifting female entrepreneurs or um, di diversity or um, just, you know, respecting each individual for who they are and making sure that that comes into advertising and messaging and really trying to think of getting, getting out of this tunnel vision, I think so often of how we maybe see the world and realizing that there's so much we can do and give back to when it comes to just diverse individuals and, you know, policies and activism and all of that. And so with all of our strategies uh, that we work with our clients, number one, we're always trying to figure out what's the bigger picture. What's the why, why should someone care and making sure that these companies are truly making a difference that we're helping them do that. Number two, um, you know, giving back to Iowa state, whether that's through bringing people together through game watches for the alumni association or speaking to classes or having interns, um, you know, I feel like I'm helping to support the next generation and setting them up for success as they enter the real world because it's it's not easy out here. And the the little piece that I can do to help maybe make somebody more prepared or give them more tools to be more successful in their own career or more insight or information, um, you know, that just that makes me feel good too. So there's as much as I love it, you know, the inter if I have an intern or I have people come and they're wonderful resources to me. They're also giving, you know, selfishly giving me a lot of joy as well because I feel like I'm making a difference. Yeah. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. I really enjoyed the conversation. Me too. Thank you, Matt. I so appreciate you reaching out and for inviting me on and I'm excited to share it as well. And congratulations once again on receiving our Outstanding Young Alumni Award. Thank you so much. Hopefully I can come back to a game this year. Yes, we'll hopefully see you back in Ames here next year. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Have a great day. Thanks, Kelly. Bye.
That's Kelly Howard. Thanks so much for joining us on Live from Size Lounge. We'll see you again next time. This series is made possible by members of the Alumni Association. If you are interested in staying connected to the university and receiving all the benefits and services of being a member, visit isualum.org.